What is your name, ma'am? Luisa Montoya. Uh, Luisa, how long have you lived in Kingwood, Texas? We just moved here six months ago. And did you did you meet your neighbors as you came here and started to move in, or? No, we moved here from Miami. Uh -huh. We moved six months ago. You know, moved with a giant, <laughs> big truck, and everything was fine at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you when you came here, is there anything special that you did that you know that made you uh, that made you distinguishable from anybody else around here? Yeah. So when I moved here, I noticed that of course we were not like the political campaign. Everybody had their sign who they were voting. So I I thought at the moment that oh how welcoming, right? You can you can put it in your front yard. Mm -hmm. You can do that. So I decided to put uh, our gay flag mm -hmm. and we put a political sign. Mm -hmm. And did the neighbors respond to that at all or? <laughs> well, that's where the nightmare began. Okay. The first thing I start by, they were ringing at the door multiple times. And at the beginning, because you know when you just move, you're unpacking and doing things, so we didn't pay that much attention. Start bothering us, our two kids who are part of the school district start getting bullied, bully, uh, calling derogatory names. Then that's when everything started. Then on October, they put toilet paper on their house. When you say toilet paper in your house, what do you mean? Like on all over the house. On your house and the plants and so forth. Yeah, they put it everywhere. Right. So the following day, I knock at the window because I didn't have cameras at the right. time. So I went around and I asked the neighbors and everybody said, oh yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. We saw that that happened to you. Nobody helped me. I guess nobody had cameras. So I went and purchased the cameras. I put put them around the house. Then a couple of days after, oh, and I called the police. They mm -hmm. said that that was not a crime. Uh, I have to wait until there was a crime to happen. So the police told yeah, you yeah, that, that somebody crime. vandalizing your property yeah, was that, not a crime. Yeah, they say that that was not a crime. Then that, that's what happened. Then one day a man was recording my house. You saw a, a man outside. Uh, yeah, the camera recorded me. On your flag or what? Um, it was recording my entire house. Okay. So I was trying to give the benefit of the doubt and I contact the agency that I used to rent this property mm -hmm. and I asked them, oh, do you think maybe it was the owner of the house who was recording the house? And she explained me that I know they have multiple properties. She said, let me do some background and say, maybe if we send someone. Um, and she told me, no. She said, and she was the one who told me to call the police. So I called the police, the same thing. Oh, that's not considered a crime. You have to wait until a crime happened to you. Yeah. Then last week, and my kids continue getting bullied at school. I removed the little one, the 12 year old, I removed him from the school district. A uh, couple of things happened, and I talked to the school. They didn't do anything. I just feel when it's so much. So I removed him from the school district. Then last week, as well, we were here at, home, at the house, and someone broke our window. I thought at the moment that my kids broke something in the house. Right. I hear a lot of glasses. So I thought maybe they were doing the dishes and they broke something. And my 17-year-old came super pale. And that's when he said someone just broke in. So he said, I'm going to go and see who did it. Because this entire time, we don't have anyone. They are 
harassing us, they are accosting us, they are bullying us, but we don't have names, we don't know who is doing this. So Mikey got out of the house to see who did it. Right. And he found them and now they started bullying Certain, him. Ah, I see, gotcha. That's what I wanted to get yeah, to. Yeah, okay. and they, with their bikes, they were hitting him with their bikes. So that's when I started going really slow and they split them too. So one, one of, uh, of half of the group mm-hmm. keep bullying my kid and the other half was going the other way. So I went really slow and one of them realized that I was connected with the crime that just happened. Right. And he started screaming and telling them something. So they start going on their bikes. So I had the windows down already. So I start um, honking and asking for help. So I was screaming, please, please, someone help me. I have been a victim of violence. And this happened right on the street. Yeah, yeah. I hate crime. A car was coming. So I parked in certain way that that car in front of me had to stop. So I get out of the car. That's when I knew that um, these young adults were from the neighborhood because they disappeared. Right. Like they knew the neighborhood. So I was crying, shaking, and I told these people who were coming from the car, I said, please, please call the police. You have to help me. Did anybody call the police? So my 12-year-old, I stay on the house, called the police, and those neighbors called the police as well. So they called, they called the police, and this person realized that on his bike, he wasn't going to get so far. I think the bike was too big for him. Right. Right? So he just left the bike and got into one of the houses. So I'm screaming, please call the police. So I hear this person say, hey, I'm with the police already. Uh, they say that someone has already called. And I say, yeah, that's my child who called. Have they dispatched anyone? And she say, no, they haven't. Yeah, which created a huge concern because my 12-year-old called. At the moment that we left, right. he called the police, but they didn't dispatch anyone. Right. So this person says, on their way, on their way. And I say, okay, someone help me. Um, the bike is there, and I knew that that was the evidence. I say, that bike... It has your fingerprints. It has and serial number, too, yeah. right? Bikes have serial right. numbers with the owner, and I knew that that was the evidence, the only evidence I have to resolve this hate crime that has been coming for months. I grabbed the bike, I put it on the trunk, then he came back from nowhere and started pushing me. Okay, this 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 young man the bike actually owner. touched you. Yeah. And he pushed you. Yeah. Multiple times. I mean, you can see I have bruises. Right. He kept pushing me. I keep standing out. He kept pushing me. The person who called the police is the... Surprising that they did nothing. They keep telling him, like, stop it, stop it, don't do it. But they didn't do anything, right? So I got... I tried... I'm shaking, remember. And I tried to get my phone. I recorded him when he was leaving. And he covered his face. So he knew what he was doing right. was so bad. So he covered his face. And he left. So I came to my house, which is super close. Then finally I came to my house and I was really scared because how they disappeared. I was thinking, okay, I have a 17 year old. Right. And I have a 12 year old. And as a mother, it's like, who do I choose from this second? Right? They are. He did my 17-year-old. Or your 12-year-old. My 12-year-old. So at the time, I said, let me go and get the 12-year-old. So I drove here to my house. I parked in my house. So I started knocking super loud. So he knew that I was here or in case someone was beating him up. 
he knows why my mom is here. So I started honking then he got out of the house. Um, and the owner of the bike showed up again and that's when he went with everything that he had pushing me and pushing me. The owner of the bike. Yeah, so he he appears from nowhere. And you had his bike. So so I park I park, right? And I get out of the car to see my twelve year old. And the owner shows up again, and that's when he went with everything, pushing and pushing me. I got the phone again, and I'm screaming, and that's the little video that we have with his face, the, the best thing that we can that do, because in those moments, you will are scared. And he started pushing my 12-year-old. Your 12-year-old, so this is right here in the garage yeah. now. I mean, in the uh, yeah. driveway here. Yeah. He pushed you down. Yeah. He pushed, so he that was uh, actually an assault. On both your kid and yourself, uh, did this kid get arrested? Mm-hmm. Did, you, did did the police show up? So my seventeen-year-old showed up, right? And my seventeen-year-old is screaming, "Let my mom go! Let my mom go!" He finally leaves, right? So we called the police. The police showed up. So I'm shaking and I'm telling the story, and she said, "Do you have the video?" And I showed the video, and the first thing she said was like, oh, this is a Hispanic kid. Wait, uh, she just, first of all, why did, did that matter to them? Because for them it did. And I told her, I said, no, that's not a Hispanic kid. And she said, she's trying to put words on my mind, right? Yeah. And she said, yeah, he has dark skin. And I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't mean that you're Hispanic. He's not. But my question is, why did, that was a police officer? Yeah. And the police officer, as you're recording this kid mm-hmm. and telling the kid, yeah. showing her the video of the kid, mm-hmm. her first words uh, were that this was a Hispanic kid. Mm-hmm. What did that have to do with you being assaulted? Thank you, what is that? I just want to make sure that I'm understanding you right. After you showed the video, this, per- this cop just said that's a Hispanic kid that was assaulting you. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I do a report that is upsetting and is frustrating. Anyway, so she took the information, right? And she leaves. Um, my husband at the time was in Miami anyway, so um, we are all crying in the house, right? We are panicking. It is the everything that you can imagine that we are going through. Take your time, take your time. Two days after, we are here in the house, and I heard someone ringing, right? And now we are on panic mode. Uh, and I see on the ring, right? And I see these three young adults. So I answered. They hear I have an accent. And the first thing they say is, are you a retard? And I say, I need you to leave. I'm going to call the police. And that's when they say, um, you, FB, we're going to bump you now. I need you guys to leave now. I'm going to call Hello? the police. Are you retarded? Are you retarded? You a dumbass bitch. Yeah, fuck you. We're gonna call hey, fuck house. you. Don't take his bike, bitch. Fucking 
And these three young adults, did you know who they are? One of them identified as being the stepbrother of the owner of the bike. And so they, they knew the owner of the bike. And uh, now, does your son know any of these people at school or anything? Mm-hmm. No, they're just having bullying us and we put the flag. So they're, they're, they're not associated per mm-hmm. se with your kid. They're just here to bully you because you have a flag. And now, how are the police officers responding now that we've had a second attempt? The police officers, it can be very challenging because the way that they handle it, the lack of empathy. I have been, when I called them, for example, yesterday, there was another incident and I was just asking her if I can have the little piece of paper that they are giving me. And she got very frustrated with me. Uh, even that she was raising her voice, and I said, you don't have to raise your voice. Wait, wait, explain. Uh, what do you mean by, you call them another incident? Occurred? Yeah, so more incidents have happened. We have another one with the owner of the bike trying to break into our garage. So I call, there have been five incidents in a week now. This week? Yeah. Yeah, so the last one that happened is that they came with a megaphone at 11.30 p.m., and they were calling us the F-slur. And we are outside, you, it's very, it's against the LGBTQ community. There's no doubt. And when I called the police and I, because every time I do a report, they give me the report, the little paper. So I asked her yesterday if I can have a new one and she got very frustrated and she started raising her voice on me and I told her I just want a paper trail for what has happened. I just need that and she was very frustrated. So with the police officer it has been a challenge. With investigators having a whole different feeling. They have been here, they spend time with us, they show empathy, they care, they follow up. So it it has been a whole different experience with with both teams. It almost seems as if they were um, uh, appeasing those who came and... I think the frustrating part has been for me. I don't know how to address this. If someone tells me, I'm going to bomb your house. I believe that. Right. I believe it, It's actually a terroristic yeah, threat. Yeah. Yes. That is what, that, it's defined and as a I terroristic threat. And I told that, threat. so when I make the phone call and the police officer came back, which was the first one, the same person who told me about the Hispanic kid, I showed her the new video and she said, they're not going to bomb your house. And I said, I'm telling you, I'm scared. I believe if they have done so much, they keep coming back and they're telling me they're going to bomb my house. I believe they're going to bomb my house. Well, it's not only that. It's the fact that we have the same young adults yeah. coming to your home again. Yes. And the police officers seemingly not doing nothing, which encourages them to do it again because they sh- it shows a lack of respect for a community member. This is an issue with the police department as well. Uh, yeah. Because if certain young people did this, I would imagine that there would be other types of responses, don't you think? It's so big because it's the school system that didn't help me. It is the police, the frustration. When you have an accent, you get treated so disrespectful. And I can guarantee if I look different, if I talk different, and if they look different, this will be so 
different. To have the police officer trying to convince me to say that I was a Hispanic kid, to try to have the police officer to tell me they're not going to bomb your house. Really? Because they look like that? Right? Because these ones don't look Hispanic, right? So when the first one looked Hispanic, she wanted to take a different approach. But this one that now don't look Hispanic at all, now she's like, oh, you're fine? No. Well, uh, just as a matter of information for you, uh, I also live in Kingwood, and this is Kingwood now, and my house was actually firebombed. So for them to tell you that it wouldn't happen, uh, they do it here. They, and and I, want, I don't want to be part of the statistics. I don't, we, I don't want to be part of the data. I don't want that. We are doing nothing. The worst thing that I have done, being a proud parent, of my kids who are part of the LGBTQ community, and I adore those kids, and I'm going to fight with them. I mean, I mean, look, I got beat up. Have you filed charges yet? They told me I have to wait. So I asked them, I said, I'm really worried. They're gonna, I haven't even left my house. I'm a runner. I like to run and I haven't even go out to run because I'm so scared. I am so scared. And I asked them, what is the next step? And they say, you just have to wait. Uh, we're gonna do all the process and we're gonna let you know what are the next steps. And that's the process where I am right now. What is next? What am I going to do next? What is moving so slow? And having them with their megaphone last night. Last, it was Yeah, last night they night. came back, yeah. Yesterday they came three times. How did the neighbors respond? Did, did anybody come over and, and give you uh, any sort of uh, consolation? So I have, the first thing I have to say is, when you hear me screaming, why you didn't get out? When you hear me screaming, help me, why nobody got out? I only had one neighbor that actually has reached out to me. She even brought me donuts, that was really cute of her. Uh, she came back yesterday because she saw one of the young adults running. She mm -hmm. saw him running, so she came. But everybody else, what is interesting is, on Halloween, we were so excited walking on the neighborhood, right? And I saw a neighbor and I said, oh yeah, we just moving. And she said, yeah, you guys are the ones with the gay flag. I just want to add like, why do you hate my kids? They haven't done anything wrong, nothing wrong. And if you have all of your signs saying, Jesus loves you, and what about if you start by loving my kids? That's all I have to say. Um, yeah, we have a lot of Jesus-thumping people who uh, do nothing that Jesus would stand for. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.